GalaxyCon Live is the place for you to hear about fandom from the celebrities who bring geek culture to life. Welcome again, friends and fans, to another edition of GalaxyCon Live, where we are bringing the convention experience directly to you. And today, we are going back to 1985, 1955, 2015, 1885, and back again with four fantastic guests from the Back to the Future film series. So without further ado, let's grab our pest solves of Pepsi Perfect, rev it to 88 miles per hour, per hour, and see who we find. Our first guest is an actress and businesswoman whose credits include Fast Times, Herbie the Love Bug, and Off the Rack. Today, she joins us to discuss the role of Hill Valley High School student, Jennifer Jane Parker. Please welcome back, Claudia Wells. Hi, everybody. How are you? Ooh, they are good. Either if you if we were in front of a live audience, they'd be making the noise, I assure you. Claudia, how are you? I'm really, really good. I'm excited to be back with all my friends. Oh, we're so glad to have you here. Everything is good in your corner of the world? Oh my gosh, it's great. I've already been to my store this morning and dressed someone for a book signing he's doing. Doing this, I just finished a radio station interview, and then I'm going to my store to dress. My store turns 30 years old next month, wow. so I've been doing a lot of publicity about it because that's such a, a fun big deal. Armani Wells. Armani Wells. Okay. Yeah, do you have, do you have a website for that? Store. And I'm open now, actually, only by appointment. So Ooh. people go to ArmaniWells.com and schedule. It's all men's clothing, high end, at discount prices. I'm the one who takes care of people. I style them. I always say a man just needs to walk in with his wallet. I'll do all the rest. Dress him, choose the clothes, style, and it's super fun. Okay, well, you've given me a new destination next time I'm oh, out you in that will coast. absolutely love it. Armani, okay. Saying, I've got everything. Scotch and soda, Vince, Theory, oh, all I'm of it. I'm nodding my head. I'm nodding my head like I know what those things are because I'm a professional nerd. But I will trust your judgment and I will make that appointment. Claudia, welcome back. It's so glad Thank to have you. you here. Thank <laughs> you. And next, he is an actor whose roles include Up, American Dad, and Marvel's What If. Today, he joins us to discuss the role of busboy and later, his honor, the mayor of Hill Valley, Goldie Wilson. Please welcome back Donald Fulop. Greetings and salutations, citizens. It is with proclamations, dedications, and commemorations that I hereby pronounce this Back to the Future Day again. again. <laughs> oh, so good to be back. Donald, how you been? Hey, good, good. I'm alive and well, standing tall and loving being here. Uh, little Goldie and I uh, enjoy being here with everybody. Say, hey, little Goldie. Yeah, so <laughs> we're going to have ourselves a good time today. Oh, absolutely. Welcome back. So glad to see you in good health and a good spirit. Yes, sir. And next, he is an actor whose credits include Adventures in Wonderland, Big Bully, and Angels in America. Today, he joins us to discuss the role of singer and leader of the Starlighters, Marvin Berry. Please welcome back Harry Waters Jr. Good afternoon, people. Let's do something that really cooks today. So glad to see my Back to the Future family. I got to see them a little while ago in um, Atlantic City. So hopefully we'll be having some more stories that we can share with you all here. And as they would say, don't nobody go nowhere. <laughs> Fair enough. Harry, how you been? I've been really good. I've been practicing retirement. Um, I've been teaching at McAllister College for the last 17 years. And realize that there's a lot more in the world. I love teaching, but also my son is encouraging me to get back into acting. So I'm going to be doing a play next year. We'll talk about that later. Wow. Oh. All right. All right. Yeah. You know, you've, 
you've you've done your you've done your time serving the next generation so it's good to come back around and do have some little me time you know it is exactly i would love to do a play with don you know but don can't remember lines so i guess it probably wouldn't be a, oh anyway go ahead patty <laughs> and our next guest no comment Jesus. no comment you do know he's older than me but i i digress <laughs> okay what we got okay <laughs> Uh, seriously, though, our next guest, she is an actress, director, and producer whose incredible body of work includes, but absolutely is not limited to, Caroline in the City, the Jane Doe film series, and the cult classic Howard the Duck, which she spoke to us on uh, several months ago. Today, she is back to discuss the roles of Lorraine Baines, Lorraine Baines McFly, Maggie McFly, and in the alternate universe, Lorraine Tannen. Please welcome back Leah Thompson. Hi, guys. I'm so excited to see you all. This is really, really fun. I can't remember lines either, but didn't <laughs> <laughs> uh, And as a director, you could yell at actors for not knowing theirs. No, 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 no. I never do. I have a lot of empathy. So no, I just did a movie for Hallmark, a Christmas movie called Next Stop, Next Stop Christmas with Chris Lloyd. Oh, Apparently, nice. it's very highly rated. So, and it was my, fun fact: it was my seventh movie with Chris Lloyd, and we have never actually directly spoken to each other in all of those films. <laughs> That's amazing! Wow. I mean, it's just like kind of insane. I think we need to do a love story next, like you know, <laughs> kissing and all that. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. That that's yeah, that it 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 it's it's kind of weird. And again, it amazes me that, that people to this day still think that when you work on a film that everybody's just off to the side, like at a like backstage at a play, just like wait, uh, wait and say, Oh, it was like working with this person. Uh, we didn't yeah. I never met Harry or Claudia on the film ever. No, no, I no, just... I didn't even meet you till the party, the twentieth anniversary. And that's what I, I think I met you after that, didn't I, Harry? Don at the party at the enchantment under the sea dance. Well, I, I worked, I didn't never work with you, Claudia, but I worked no. with the other guys. When did we meet? I think we met at the premiere on July 3rd, 1985. I can't remember. I remember you were so online, cool so I... and you were dancing and you, you just knew what you were doing. And I was like, I wish I was like that. <laughs> so Leah, let me ask you a question. Once you do a Hallmark movie, don't mm. you become one of their crew and you're in like all their movies? Have you uh, noticed that? Well, the Jane Doe movies, I did 10 of them. I think I like wore out my welcome after that. <laughs> I actually watched those movies. They have still have uh, they still have um, a whole day. They'll start them at seven a.m. and finish at eleven in the night. I'm like, really? That was like fifteen years ago, guys. Okay, where's my Caroline in the City? I forgot about that. I loved that show. You have a good memory. I don't. Oh, so <laughs> you don't have to. We've got it all. <laughs> Oh, it's like Seinfeld before Seinfeld. Wow. Mm, look at you. We lost Don. Oh. oh, he'll be back. He'll be back. <laughs> there he is. There he is. Poof. It's magic. To dig. Well, friends, once again, thank you for coming back to the GalaxyCon virtual stage. And we are actually good to go on audience questions. So we can skip my capricious curiosity and go right into what our audience is curious to know. So let's go ahead and roll our first one. And this comes from Christy, who wants to know. Ah, what is your, I'll, I'll slightly rephrase this. What is your favorite piece of Back to the Future memorabilia that is in your possession? That is hysterical. I will take this answer first because <laughs> just out of the clear blue sky, Christy, you must be clairvoyant 
because I went downstairs and for the hell of it, I went and got Goldie Wilson's original gold tooth. No. Whoa. You got to keep that? Well, I mean, it was designed for my mouth. Who else was going to have it? <laughs> um, quick story about it. The makeup guy on Back to the Future was named Ken Chase. And Ken sent me to his dentist, his Beverly Hills dentist. And they made a mold of the Because what they tried to do at first was paint the tooth, but it wouldn't read on camera. So they sent me to his dentist and he made a mold of my tooth and a, a gold cap. And that is the gold cap. So great question. I still right. have my pink prom dress. <gasps> you do? Really? Oh, wow. On the shoes, on the bracelet, and the bustier. For some reason, I don't have the crinoline that was underneath it. But yeah. Uh, yeah. I do you have it on a mannequin, or is it just oh hanging up or folded somewhere? No, but every once in a while, my daughters get skinny enough, and they, they're like, can I wear it for Halloween? And I'm like, no. <laughs> oh, no, that's really, really special. Does, the bustier, does the bustier still boost? It still does boost, but I can't get it on, let me tell you. <laughs> I remember my mother was so scandalized during the dance. Cause she came and they were all like 150 extras all dressed yep. up and I'm wandering around in just the bustier and the crinoline. And my mother's like, you're in your underwear. Yes. My dress is too tight. I can't wear it. <laughs> I didn't care. That's very cool. It just looks so, like Madonna, you know? It you was. Were before that. You were ahead of your time. Remember when Madonna was wearing that in the 80s? Just like oh, absolutely. Cindy Lauper and the, you know, like underwear from the 50s. Cindy Lauper. You were in style. How about you, Harry? What do you got? I well, I was only there for a moment. So, mm -hmm. as I always say, I, I had like a I had like a three minute segment in this major thing that you all like got to celebrate. So, the jacket that I was wearing, I've actually had the person in my costume shop at McAllister College remake me one that I get to wear oh. to events. All so, right. people are very happy when it looks like I dressed up. It's like. It's not 35 years ago, but this is a jacket that's just like the one in the movie. So mm -hmm. we've been able to make that. I always have my hand usually bandaged, but the blood's dried today, so I scraped it off. <laughs> I didn't think to, I didn't think to save anything because it was just a, I just had such a great time and having fun, and then I got to leave. <laughs> you didn't save one of those big giant joints? Oh, they, have <laughs> they were clove. They were like the anyway. <laughs> did they put, oh wow did, that's did they right you're like a reefer addict i'm a reefer addict <laughs> but I now it's a new it's a new fire. century so you can be a reefer addict i guess and it's okay <laughs> i'm in colorado right now so, 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 the, future, so the future was told this movie keeps on exposing the future <laughs> it's amazing how they predicted so much but back to the clock tower flyer i have a copy of the exact cop flyer and it was my handwriting on the back so i sign oh. i love you with the five 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 four eight two three to people <laughs> like i did to marty so that's my Sweet. my big claim of fame my handwriting was on the whole screen nice <laughs> that was so uh, exciting to me thank uh, you oh, wait very nice i just realized i do have one thing from the movie I, so donald knows this i have a gold record That part. So, so yeah. So you know what? 
You're supposed to be able to expose it to people. You should have it by your side because that's awesome. It is. But I'm in, I'm in Colorado visiting my parents. So the next oh, time we Galaxy you Con, Colorado. I yeah, will have it awesome. there with me. Yeah, you for the gold, gold record. record. Nobody got a you gold record. You and Huey Lewis and Alan Silvestri. You, and I'll put a big Back to the Future Jennifer Parker behind me, and we'll be all set. <laughs> I just want to see Leah in the bustier. <laughs> okay, I'll try. I'll hold my breath. <laughs> That's the classic shot. In the car. Patty, this thing bottle. can get with away from you bottle. so fast. That was my it would be a slippery slide. <laughs> Christy, great question to start us off with. Thank you. Ah, what do we have next? And here's one for Brian. Who wants to know what is a, what is a particularly favorite memory that uh, you have from uh, the set? Well, I went first last time, so somebody else step up. I'll be first so I can be done. The fact that I was playing with a live band for a week and we got to just play music between every single take and had all of these extras like dancing was amazing. And the one of the best things was I had to tell one of the PAs, I said, see those eight girls there? I need them always there for every shot. <laughs> and they were there for the I bet they were happy. They were happy. It made me happy. I knew who to play to. It was great. Oh, that's lovely. Nice. I heard that. Uh, uh, I think my favorite memory is is kind of a general memory of whenever Bob Zemeckis was super happy with something. I mean, he's so happy. He's excited that something was working. Something made him laugh. Something, you know, that that we created that came out of his mind and, yeah, and, cool. and came to fruition in a way that he loved. I think that's maybe why I became a director. I just loved seeing him be happy. Great. Wow. That's so there. beautiful. That is nice. Okay, I'm gonna go with on, on, on the piggyback of that one because I did, I loved watching Dean Gundy and Bob Zemeckis quietly together discuss the scene and discuss everything before they were telling us. And I felt like a fly on the wall. I was—I don't know if they knew I was listening, but it was that was fascinating to me. Right. And also, Back to the Future was my very first movie I'd ever. So being yeah. on a you know movie set when I was accustomed to TV, everything was different, really different. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna add to what Claudia was saying. <laughs> a lot of my stuff was like really superficial because I was like, holy cow, here I am on this on this movie set like a major a major Spielberg. budget movie set with steven spielberg and robert zemeckis and, and michael j fox so that was the first thing okay this is surreal yes. now we get to the parts that i remember i remember having big ass shrimp for shrimp cocktails i remember they were the biggest at that point in my life those were the biggest shrimp i had ever seen in my life second thing michael j fox and i played handball I thought that this was the wildest thing in the world. Here I am playing handball with Michael J. Fox on this movie set. And uh, there was one more thing. Oh, yeah. And who is this girl, Leah, with this big-ass mobile home trailer? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't my first film. Actually, I think I shared a trailer with, with Michael because I remember, like, one of the first... You did. You did. But it was still big as shit. I've never seen... Excuse me, but I've never seen anything. <laughs> like, at that point, i never seen... Because I had a dressing room, and it had yeah, a bathroom, and I thought I had arrived. A honey wagon, yeah. Yeah. Remember that? <laughs> well, they t these, these girls in this neighborhood, 
They TP'd our whole trailer. They like crepe papered it so that Michael couldn't get out of the room. And I was like, who is this guy? It was one of the days I was like, he must be famous. Like I never watched TV. So <laughs> I was like awesome. trying to get out my door and there was like TP all over. It's funny. That's a great story. Ah, there you go. Brian, great question. Thank you for that one. Yeah, what do we have next? And here's one from Kevin. Hmm, if you could write a uh, story arc for your character, what would you like it to be about? Wow. That's a deep question. Thank you, Kevin. I think my story arc was pretty awesome. I can't really think of a better one. Yeah. I think I yeah, yeah. could have had a bigger story arc. So you take it away. I mean, you know, as time and history has proven, my story arc was really small. There were some things that were supposed to have been in there that, but because of budget restraints that were taken out. But as time has proven, I, I, I'm cool with my story arc, other than the fact that, you know, maybe we could have seen how he did become mayor, you know, but I'm good. <laughs> I got one. My story arc would be that we go to, okay, so I, I was having lunch with this guy who's a huge Back to the Future fan, and he said he figured out why Elizabeth Shue was Jennifer Parker and Claudia Wells was Jennifer Parker. He said that when Marty went back in time, he did something where all of a sudden my parents didn't meet, but there was like a different mom and the same dad. And then Elizabeth Shue was born as Jennifer Parker. And then, so there's two alternate universes of complete storylines. And in mine, Jennifer Parker owns a, opens a men's clothing store called Armani Wells in Studios. Imagine <laughs> that. That was a smooth one, wasn't it? That's I can't believe they didn't shoot that. I know. <laughs> That's and could have made an appointment at ArmaniWells.com. Oh my God. I love right? why you brought that around. You <laughs> <laughs> But that's the first part, I really meant that. That was a cool story about the me and Elizabeth part. No, I, I like that. That sounds like something they would have done. Over the past couple of years, there have been some really good Back to the Future comics. And they've kind of explored things like that. At one point, Marty McFly, as you guys know him, meets the version of the previous actor in the role. They're like, I'm Marty McFly. No, I'm Marty McFly. Like, what? What? Who, yeah. Who, who, was the, who was the previous actor? Eric Stoltz. Somebody, has, yes. somebody gave me a script like that and, I, and they were like can you get this to michael and eric Saltz and see if they would i was like no might have been might have based on the comic it was a Thank great you, story it was, you, it, was, it, was, it was an absolutely it was absolutely great comic and they've done some really that's good work great. with that sort of stuff and yeah so that's, that's totally about you oh and uh and don your character they always make backgrounds to it that by the time the future rolls around you become president yeah, I gotta believe. I gotta believe oh, Barack Obama saw that there was like a there was like yep. some kind of meme or a video made from the scene at, for president, and I'm almost certain that Barack Obama saw it. So I kind of feel like I influenced his run. There you go, of course, absolutely. You know, and it seems like I haven't seen the musical in London, but it seems like your character gets all the good songs because you know. Uh, um, well, yeah, because because he plays the guy who didn't sing and the guy who does sing. So he's got all the plum roles. He plays both of us, which is like, how oh, do they cool. save money on the black guys? Oh, we'll just have one. <laughs> Makes sense. 
know you guys you're supposed to be voting it's only until november 26th but there's uh, a whole voting thing that we vote for the musical and then there's particular people we're supposed to vote for and then when they get all the awards and they win it'll be easier to come back to the states I want to go to London and see it. I, yes. I really, really want to go to I London, go to London. And see it. Yes. We should have a field trip. Leah, come what? on. Let's do it. I would love that. Because I hear, I mean, I hear from people that it, it really is a good show. Good show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. With the one black guy in the two parts. Well, right, of course. Yeah. Well, you it's, know. Can I? It's called Please Vote for Back to the Future, the musical in the UK's What's on Stage Awards. We only have one week. It's the UK's equivalent of the USA's People's Choice Awards for theater. It's called the What's on Stage Awards. That's Voting awesome. is open to everyone until Friday, November 26th. Please take five minutes to vote for them, and I will post it because it's, I already did, I'll post it again. It says exactly who we're supposed to vote for. <laughs> wow. Okay, so uh, I like how they like oh, make oh, it easy like that. You know? Yeah. I'm so, gonna post so, it right so, now since, so everyone can see, because we only have a couple more days and I think that all of us should get together and make sure that they win. There's Back to the Future um, fans all over the world. So, so since we were talking about the one black guy that plays the two uh, black guys, I just want to give him a shout out. That's uh, Cedric Neal. Big shout uh -huh. out to Cedric Neal, doing really good in the show. Yay! Congrats. He's unbelievable. He's got a great voice. Not right. And he doesn't have a gold record yet. Yeah. Speaking of uh, Harry, what do you think? What do you think if you could write a story arc for uh, your character? Oh, story arc. Well, it would have to be going to go to Chuck and apologize <laughs> for for interrupting. It was like, oh, you already got that sound. This is just another version. I'm sorry for interrupting you. Let's just forget that that happened and go on and make some money. <laughs> Eventually, you'd have to forgive me because I was probably banned from the family because how dare you call me with this little white boy playing my song. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I never quite got the math of that whole event. Yeah, he would have had to be really young as well. So it's... So he just gave it to him a little bit earlier because right. he already heard it from him and, learned time. and gave it to him a little bit earlier than he would have gotten it, right? It it's another erasure of black men's talents, but that's okay. We're I, 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 I think, I think what I, I always in my mind, I pictured like what he was like, like it shows a young version of him actually playing it on a guitar just by himself. And the phone rings. Hello. And then he's like, take it back. Yeah. Like, like, wait, no, I just wrote this. Him. How is he playing? Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. That's I how you need, did. I, I just need Chuck's forgiveness no. so that it, it was, it wasn't my, it wasn't my fault. I was just saying the words that I was given. Right. Yeah, it it reestablishes that that Barry still wrote the song, but it gave him encouragement that oh, I right. guess this must be good. So there you go. And Kevin, great question. Thank you. And what do we have next? Here's one from Chelsea. If you could have played any other character, <laughs> who would it be? Goldie why? Wilson. I'd be Goldie Wilson, of course. You and know, I would have a gold album. There you go. <laughs> I'd like to play Biff in Back to the Future 3. That was a great Three. part. Yes. Ooh. Ooh. And I want to do the Mary Streamberg part. 
Oh yeah, Ooh. she was a great part. That was a great role. <laughs> very <laughs> much. I don't very, very, no, very but much. but actually, if I could be someone, I would like to just live inside Christopher Lloyd's madness for oh, maybe oh. a day. Maybe just a day would be enough. But what is that like to be that prolific, but also that intense? So I'm in awe. <laughs> He's a really good actor. Yes. Yeah. 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 We 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 get we're so attached to all of his extreme and comedic roles. We've forgotten little things like Cuckoo's Nest and Oh, I forgot about that one. Yes. Yeah. So, Star Trek. Here all all summer. Shakespeare. What'd you say? He did a shape. He did. I think it was Richard the Third. I can't remember Richard the Third. But it was Richard. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he, he was with us uh, spring and he talked he talked about it. it's like, yeah, I'm gonna do gotta go back on stage to Shakespeare again. And I was like, oh right on. <laughs> yeah, so when he when he came, when I saw him in the Hallmark movie, when he came, he had this big beard, and they were like, I was there when they were shaving it off and cutting oh, no. and a big long yeah, white exactly. beard. I think I saw a picture of him when he had that. Like Dave Letterman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, all right, Chelsea, great question. Thank you. Ah, uh, what do we have next from Amy? If you could go back to the future in real life, what time period would you most like to live in? I always say I prefer penicillin and voting rights. So I'm kind of happy to be where I am because I'm a woman. I don't know. I think the past is really awesome if you're a straight white guy. Uh -huh. <laughs> but yeah. um. Sorry, didn't mean to get political, but that's the way I feel because I'm always asked that question. So uh, I'm happy to be where I am. Sorry. I say no, that no, if, there no. was, if there was a moment that I could understand how history worked. So there were these um, African kingdoms that were in Nigeria and Congo that were, that were like Lord of the Rings kinds of kingdoms. And just to be in that time in Africa, just to feel the music and the, the education, because that's where the theater came from. That's where the fashion came from. It's like, what would it be like to be in that world? But you wouldn't know that you're going to be influencing centuries later. But it's just that celebration of spirit and of life. So, yeah, I have to go way back. When was that? When was that? When do you think so? We're, we're talking about the 12 before, like, I want to go before 1000. We're talking centuries ago, before any of the colonizers came to Africa and then brought all of their. I should stop. I'm doing political too. No, no, it's not. all good. We're, 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 we're in there. It's like, how are things taken away from you when they were yours and then being called something else and you're not given credit for those? I think all of us, have, even as artists, have yeah. been in those situations where we crafted something and then someone else gets the credit. But imagine if your entire culture is taken away from you and someone else is calling it something else. That's, it's, it's really difficult to think about how the, what, what would that mean in um, 800 BC, if that's what yeah. we're talking about before wow. that, that moment. Those are, because those were thriving environments and histories right. and cultures and religions. And so that's my, I'm going to, I'm going to pause there. Interesting. I want to go there. Good. Oh, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. Well, you know, to be quite honest with you, those who don't remember history are doomed to repeat. So I would like to go probably a few centuries in the future 
to see where human nature has taken us. Because since the dawn of time, human nature has been human nature. There have always been these versus them, those versus conquerors, so on and so forth, all throughout. But within the last 120 years or so, technology has taken a giant leap. So the amount of technology that has taken place since the Wright brothers and the space station is such a compressed period of time over the whole human spectrum that 300 years from now, as technology has advanced rapidly, I want to see where human nature has taken us and if they've blown it. I love your hope. That's That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. Do you, do you think we'll be around in a few centuries? No, I'm not. I'm going to be dead in 25 years. (laughs) I think we might be living on, on, um, in in space because the population, it'll just keep increasing. We're going to have to find other places to live. When I was in grammar school, there was people from the space station area in Northern California and they visited us and they said that when we grew up, we, we would have options of going to the moon on the weekends, mm. of living in towns that they built in, in space. And I'm still waiting for that. I'm still, <laughs> I'm still waiting for my jetpack. And, and, right? and, and there, there are a lot of people that are still waiting for flying cars. Sorry. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I have a different answer though, in terms of where I would go. Cause I, I would, I don't want to ever go to the past and repeat anything. I just like that it happened and let's move on. But I would love to have been a lab assistant uh, technician to my father when he was researching tropical diseases in other Mm. countries. I would have loved to have been that. That's so sweet. Nice. I like that. Yeah, that is nice. There you go. I mean, Amy, great question. Thank you. My answer to this is always, I just want to go back a couple of decades, walk into a record shop and buy an album just because it has a cool cover. (laughs) (laughs) This looks awesome. Awesome. I don't know what it is, but hey, all right. (laughs) There we go. And let's go ahead and roll another one. And here's one from Lisa, known as number one Trek fan. What is your favorite part about having been a part of the Back to the Future phenomenon? Phenomenon. My, my, well, my I mean, I think we're all really excited that people still love it. Right, right? really? Yes. People still show it to their kids and 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 we get I, I feel so happy because I get to meet so many people that I would never meet because they're like, mm-hmm. I mean, even today I was in a restaurant and I went back in the kitchen and took pictures with a bunch of people, you know, and their code word was like, these potatoes are from 1985. <laughs> 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 are you a Back to the Future fan or should I not eat these potatoes? Eat these potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> but I like, I, I'm so happy to meet people all over the world that are that are fans and that, yeah. you know, it's really nice to know that you've left something that will outlive mm-hmm. you and, and was putting something really good in the world. Yeah. I, I always get that wonderful gift that I get to be reminded of when people come and Marvin Berry's there. And there's always at least two or three people that say, we got married to your virgin version of Earth Angel. And then I get to take their phone and say, turn it on. And I will sing to them and they'll just start weeping because it's, and I or I try and get them to dance. And thanks to Don, who's usually there when I'm doing this, we get the soundtrack as well. So there's something about just putting the music of this movie still into the world and it works. Having that range of sound is such as, it's, it's like a gift. It's, 
it's the one of the reasons that I just still love doing it and I love still singing that song. Yeah. It's so beautiful and it sounds that. exactly like it did in the movie. And we were at a show, I don't remember Pensacon, I think, and there was a wasn't there like a Star Wars person yes. and a something else person? And they're the ones they were that engaged. Always, what was yeah, they're, they're oh that's right. They were getting engaged and you sang to them. And I was just like, wow, they're gonna talk about that for the rest of their rest lives. Of their lives. <laughs> Nice. Uh, I um I I'm personally still amazed and humbled. I I, I mean you yeah. know I, I I I did a lot of work in you know my career you know a, a bunch of different things and it seems like this minute plus scene I had spectacular movie trilogy has proven to be one of the most lasting things that I've ever done because when I, I like like Leah said I I enjoy meeting people and some of the things that people say to me it, it it blows me away how I change their outlook on something and that's like that's super humbling so I think the best part of it is to have rediscovered what the film was because up until like 10 years ago I didn't have a clue what Back to the Future was and yeah, then I realized yeah that it was this phenomenon and, and it's just, it, it, it's quite the uh, experience, I gotta tell you. Yeah, absolutely. It really is and it, it continues every single year, it increases, which is just phenomenal. Like what Leah said, it, it will outlive us. And, and this, there's something about Back to the Future fans that they're also kind and nice and smart and funny. Yeah. And they're like, great. So, so mm -hmm. for me, having, I feel, like I, I know people, like I have friends all over the world. So on the media sites, when they say funny things and I'm sitting here all by myself and I laugh and I'm just thinking, you know, how cool that, that people care enough to even be involved. And we get to travel and we get to meet them. And, and out of my entire body of work, that's obviously the one that is affecting every day of my life. Okay, so. so I don't get potatoes from 1985. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> that is lisa once again thank you great thank question you. oh and uh, what's next from dante ah what vehicle would you want your time machine to be hmm. jaguar jaguar okay i'm done <laughs> don't ask me why it's something that happened when i was like 15 years oh, old i fell in love with jaguar okay. i'm a gremlin <laughs> Our gremlin. I see that cross reference you did there. I, I screen tested for that. I would. Um, I want a Winnebago. How perfect is that? Oh yeah, you can travel in time and still have a toilet, right? Yes. And you don't have to worry about a hotel or the farm or all that stuff. You're smart. That's smart. That's a good so, one. So, so, I, so I, 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 I'm a traditionalist. And I'm gonna go with a DeLorean. You made a time machine out of a DeLorean. Uh -huh. Just the specialty and the specialty of that vehicle and what it represented and what John DeLorean represented and how it all came together. So yeah, I'm gonna be traditional. I, I, was, work, I was working with Terry Matlas. I, I, I did a, a Star Trek Picard I directed. And he, I didn't know this, but he was in charge of getting the original DeLorean, which was rotting on the back lot, and getting all these people to restore it. And now it's yeah. at the Smithsonian Museum. It's, a, it, it's, at, uh, it's at the Peterson Museum, and it was Joe Walzer and Terry Metalis. They were a time car restoration team, I think it was called. 
And yeah, they put the A-car back together. My boss. Yeah, but he, he, they did a whole, they were doing a whole documentary about, yeah. he had a lot of great stories and he said it was really hard to, to restore it. It's amazing that they had let it decay so much, mm -hmm. you know? It's strange. It, it, it is, it is sort of odd when they discover these things. And this is like well after that the films have achieved like the, the status like that. And then somebody thinks, oh, we should probably do this up. Th this was like truck? seven or eight years truck? ago. Yeah. Yeah. You think about what? Where's the truck? That black truck? I don't know. I don't know if anybody. The, the original of that, the original of that does not exist anymore. Mm. Now, you all have to know also that Donald is a car aficionado and it is, it is something that he lives and breathes. So the fact that he has all, not only, he probably has dates as well as locations of all these things and how they work together. So I'm always, Dr. Doctor Full of Love to me is like quite impressive. So it She's takes so us back to another question about, you know, this back to the future thing. When I go to these comic cons and I meet these people and stuff, they tell me stuff oh, that I didn't have a clue about. Wow. And then yes. I investigate it and I'm like, holy cow. <laughs> so then it goes into my knowledge base and it looks like I know stuff. Well, Do you, you mean movie trivia? Well. What? Like what? Do you mean movie trivia? I mean, back to the future trivia. Right, right, right. That's what I mean. Yeah. Not even trivia, just knowledge of things in of the, the trilogy. Just the apocrypha, you know, it's just like, how was that chicken sandwich you had in the third day of shooting? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it, it's funny, too. I, I have a friend of mine who has replica Back to the Future DeLorean, and I, I asked him recently, like, are there more DeLoreans being converted into a Back to the Future DeLorean than actual original untouched DeLoreans at this point? And he's like, it's getting there. He says, yeah, it's I mean, it's, it's they're, really they're, getting they're there. Build, they're building time machines like you can get a brand new DeLorean. You can literally get a brand new DeLorean built and a brand yeah. new time machine. People are buying time machines. This it's thing expensive is too. crazy. Well, it's like two hundred fifty thousand dollars, isn't it? The, the, yeah. the latest the latest oh, I heard was two hundred. Someone bought one for two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Name will not be disclosed. Yeah, I, I remember when you, you could bought get a, a car. DeLorean. I remember you could get a DeLorean time machine for about $75,000. It's like tripled in price. Why? Because Back to the Future keeps growing and yeah. growing and growing. Absolutely. money keeps going. Thank Indeed. you. Indeed. Dante, great question. I think we have time for one more. Let's see if we can go out on a really fun one. And this is going to come from Styles. Ooh, besides Back to the Future, do you have any other like science fiction show or film that I won't say favorite, but just one that you might enjoy? Well, I, I will start and finish. Is and I and I just got the chance to watch it again on the plane. Was very much connected to Back to the Future. Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Uh. <laughs> it's absolutely in my top five. And with that, I will pass. Well, you know what. In the shameless plug category that Claudia yeah. taught me, I, <laughs> I just did Star Trek Picard. I directed Star Trek Picard. And then I went straight to do Resident Alien uh, from the Sci-Fi Channel, which is a great show. Yes. doing Star well, both Trek, those are. which is another kind of sci-fi kind of uh, superhero show. So those are my favorite shows. Yeah. I, what, was, what was the last one you said? Stargirl. Star Girl, yes. Star Girl is, yeah, yeah. You're though so you can now a, do all of the Back to the Future 
tours all over the world and all of the Star Trek <laughs> tours all over the world. Those are like the top two ever. I have to tell you, when I was doing, I'm a Star Trek fanatic from a childhood. And when I was editing Picard, I did two episodes and okay. I would say, okay, drop in the theme. Fabulous. Mine would be inner space. I saw it twice in a row in San Francisco. I love that with Martin Short and Dennis Quaid. And it is, that's all I can think of for sci-fi because I'm not really a sci-fi girl, but I think going inside someone's body and and being in a, a capsule, I think that counts. No, absolutely. I, it's a very underrated film. I think it's Robert Picardo's best comedy role ever. I think when he played the cowboy, it's just like, oh, yes. You know, the, when he, He's my when customer. He, Oh, really? okay. All right, yeah. Well, there, there you go. So. <laughs> oh, yay! Our money well Brian, and then weirdly, years later, they got married. So, hmm, what happened? Wait, say that all again. <laughs> I was engaged to Dennis when he did that movie. <gasps> oh wow! <laughs> okay, so you were engaged to him, and I had a crush on him. Well, you know, I could tell you a few things, but not. <laughs> <on> <laughs> Is this a family channel? We can't really. This isn't. No, but I, that was a really good movie. I remember I went to the premiere. It was a. It was a great movie, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. There's only yeah, two but... movies I sat through and saw twice in a row, that one, and Arthur, with Dudley. Oh Moore. well. Who was the bad guy? Oh, it was Christopher Plummer, right? In that. Christopher Plummer, because I remember Dennis said he wears pink lipstick. It's very weird. <laughs> He's a great actor. It was such a good movie. We should all we should all Google it. It was, it was. Uh, Donald, you got a other favorite sci-fi property you enjoy? Well, you know, once again, being a traditionalist, I kind of stick with the Mandalorian. <laughs> you see what I did there? No, I had to do that little corny dad joke. No, if for, for if I don't care what anybody says. Captain James T. Kirk of the Starship Enterprise forever. Yeah. Simple as that. Yeah. We are we I'm are very big fans good. of original Star Trek here at GalaxyCon. And I can imagine. GalaxyCon is kind of like in the name. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> it's it's a little bit. It's a little bit. So there you go. Styles, great question. And GalaxyCon viewers, this has been my time with the cast of Back to the Future. Panelists, once again, this has been an absolute delight. Any final words for our audience before we take our leave? Thank you so much for everything. You guys rule. Thank you all so much. We're the reasons that, you all are the reasons that I still get to share this space in so many different ways, and it gives me joy. Thank Aww. you. And I'm gonna, you guys give me joy too. And I'm going to take a page from Claudia's book, www.mayorgoldiebttf.com. I'll do it slower. www.mayorgoldiebttf.com. For everything Goldie. Love you guys. Thank you so much. <laughs> I love you guys too. I just, I, I'm so grateful to everyone for your participation and for the friendliness and the kindness and the funniness. And back in from a page in my book, I've been doing this live on the Claudia Wells on Facebook. So that's how you can find me. And I tagged, I tagged everyone on the Instagram one. So look, see, Ta -da. thank you to that visitor who just logged in. It works.
<laughs> what? No, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. My bad. You know, also, I'm grateful for you guys because of them, because of all the fans, we all get to play and have fun and joke and travel. I really, I love each and every one of you. Oh, Aww. once again, thank you all. It's been my pleasure to host you all again on the GalaxyCon virtual stage. Thank you to our audience for joining us today. And thank you for your great questions. Hope to see everybody again soon. Until then, bye-bye, everyone. Take care. And remember, smiles are free. Spend them often. <laughs>